Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Off the Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and guys, we're back. We're back, baby. I feel weird. I don't know if anybody else is struggling right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Actually, I do know what the fuck is going on. Okay, so I've really taken the last like few days to think about what my issue is. I'm really coming in hot here. I just first, before I get into my issues, I just hope everybody had a beautiful, safe, lovely weekend. Um, I know that it's Wednesday, but I just wanted to get that out of the way. I hope everyone's doing well. So lately I've been feeling like so fucking run down. I have been feeling so detached, so off. I don't know. Like it's been weird. Like I've really been struggling and I'm not sure if this is like a thing everyone's going through right now, but So I really sat with myself today and I really thought about it and I was like, what the fuck is going on with you, bitch? Like, what is going on? It's not just like, this isn't like a feeling where it's like, I just need to eat a vegetable and take a walk, maybe have the sunshine on my face. Like, it's not that like, I just feel like sloggy, like my mind is just not well and I figured it out. So the last like two and a half months, my life has been utterly chaotic, traumatizing, if you will. Obviously, I had the whole situation where I had to find a new place within about four days. Um, You know, lost a friendship, just trauma, okay? Traumatizing. And I was like staying at my mom's for two weeks and then I got my place, but I had no furniture, so I had to get furniture. And then like I was tracking that and it's just been like a fucking whirlwind. You know what I'm saying? Like I truly feel like I was just white knuckling it through this last like two and a half months. And I just feel like I've been going through the motions and I've really had to detach myself from like my own body and my own like reality. And I've now feel like that I've had like some air come out of the tires. Like I'm able to sit and relax in my home and things are feel at peace. I'm like now processing everything that happened and I'm now able to kind of like, okay, things are fine. Things are okay. Nothing bad is happening. Like it's this strange, you know, I don't know. It's, it's weird because, you know, I've also discovered about myself, you know, this is just a self-discovery episode, I guess, um, is that I feel like 
part of my trauma response. This is something I've like, you know, read about AK saw on TikTok and it really resonated with me. And I was like this woman, she said, she's like, you know, people who have trauma responses, um, when big, big things are happening to them, traumatic events, et cetera, they're like super calm. They're calm, level headed. They just move through it and they're like, let's fucking go. Like we got to put our heads down. We got to move through this shit. That's me to a fucking T. When shit hits the fan, I am like so detached from, I like disassociate because that's like how I survive. Um, Like I remember when my mom and I, we had a dog named Eddie, um, adorable little Bichon, like sweet. He was so neurotic. Like I love that little fucker so much. He had like a sudden health issue and it was so weird. Like he became, I feel like anemic or something like something with his blood. I don't fully remember. Like I blacked out at the vet's office and he like one day, like just wasn't able to walk. And I just calmly picked him up and I said, mom, we got to go to the hospital. And she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, he's not walking. We got to go. And I was so calm. I drove us there, you know, but then with me, it's like the little shit thing gets me because I don't respond Normally, I feel like Tinsley, I talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago about Tinsley and Raquel, and I related to that, you know, like this idea of like being on a boat in Cartagena and like women throwing up and, you know, chairs are being thrown and machetes are being brought out and there's the anchor being cut off like and she's like, what? It's fine. That would be me. Okay. But I would cry at the Big Apple Circus. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's shit like that. So I feel like I'm now kind of coming out. I've, I'm trying to realign my goals. I'm trying to find my passion again. I'm trying to find what I love. I'm trying to recenter myself. And I just feel like I had to get this out there. I had to talk about it with a ton of strangers who are listening. Um, yeah, wow. I just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm ready to kind of sit back and sink back into me and what makes me happy and not be in this like survival mode of like, okay, I have to get this done and then this done and then this, and then I'm fucked, you know? And, uh, you know, last week I was so fucking busy. Danny's two brothers were in town with their girlfriends. So we got to meet them and like his family is just this big, beautiful family. And it, you know, we had events every night with them, which was beautiful and amazing. And then I cooked a full Shabbat dinner. I cooked a full Shabbat dinner for 14 people on Friday. I'm talking a meal, okay, from beginning to end. It took hours. I cooked my own challah bread from scratch. It turned out fucking beautifully. I literally was like, this is my child. I, you know, there was an unveiling of the challah at, you know, dinner and it was so cute. Danny came into the kitchen. I called him into the kitchen and, you know, the last time you saw me in the kitchen um, making this bread, it, you know, it was a struggle because I didn't understand how to braid it. It's like this whole thing. It's, it's not just a little braid. Okay. We're talking intensity. And um, so I was like braiding and I was like struggling. <laughs> I just like looked at him. I was like, get out of here. Like, please don't look at me. Like, don't talk to me. And so then I call him in and I, you know, and I show it to him. It's all golden, beautiful and fluffy and like perfect. And he looked at me and his face like lit the fuck up. And he said to me later that day, he goes, that was like a core memory for me. Like seeing you like so happy and like making this bread for my family. Like it was so beautiful. It was like so sweet. I could cry. 
So his bubby sees the bread, sees the challah. She swear to God, she tears up. She hugs me and she goes, oh, this means so much to me. And she hugged me and like she couldn't believe it. So now it's like my duty every Friday to make this challah bread. And I've never been so honored. Honestly, never in my life been so honored to do anything. Um, it's like my one, it's like I'm one step closer to, you know, to being Jewish. Like it's like starting, it was like really, I feel like last Friday, like really kicked off my journey. And like all of you guys have been so fucking sweet about it and so supportive. Like I've get, I've been getting so many messages being like, oh my God, mazel, like this is beautiful. Like tell us, update us. It's like, I haven't started the classes yet. Um, I'm not sure when I'm starting the classes, but they will be happening at some point. And um, I'm so excited, you know, I don't think I'm going to go the full like orthodox route because his family isn't orthodox. They're more of like reformed, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to fuck it up. But yeah, so that, you know, I mean, I, I didn't on Monday, like I didn't move a fucking muscle. I was so tired because, you know, then it was Father's Day and then I was with my dad and then I was with Danny's family. And then it was just like, guys, it was a, it was a week every single day. I had something going on every single week. And also last Thursday, Chris and I, Chris Lewis, bestie of the pod, co-host of mine of short on shortcomings. We hosted a beautiful live podcast slash Zoom for everybody that wanted to join. That's on our Patreon. And it was so special. It was I was shocked how many people came. I was overwhelmed with the support. I mean, it was so incredible. We plan on doing them every month, but honestly, we'll probably do it every two weeks. So if you guys haven't joined our Patreon, uh, go to patreon.com slash shortcomings. Um, there's different tiers and you get bonus episodes every week. Like we're, we're slinging content out over there. Okay. Like don't even worry. But, um, you know, hot of the mess is really my baby. Hot of the mess and Bravo historian is like my, my lighthouse, my, my rock, my, my North star. And I can't lose sight of that. And, you know, that that was part of my awakening about this whole like coming out of the darkness um, this week is like, I want to get back on track. I want to get back to doing what I fucking love, talking about these crazy ass people and talking about shit I love, doing what I love, like just just yelling into the void and, you know, connecting with everybody. And like Bravo Historian like is like literally my baby. Like I'll never, ever stop can't stop won't stop so that's enough of that um I hope you know if you're still here (laughs) please forgive me um love you all I want to talk about a few things guys that are just all consuming all consuming to me first of all I want to talk about Mr. Tom Sandoval I thought we were done with this rat apparently we're not the rats don't run the city we do that's how I feel right now he is a fucking loser. I know that that's already been established. I know that we've been talking about it for months, but I just want to get this off my chest. He is now coming for Schwartz. That's right. He's coming for Schwartz, the one that has had his fucking back this entire time. So I'm reading this page six article right now, and it says Tom Sandoval shaded his best friend, Tom Schwartz, after the latter said he was taking a break from Sandoval, aka the Scandoval. So Sandoval, this is a quote, Sandoval was singing Fountains of Wayne's hit song, Stacey's Mom, during his, quote, struggling cover band, Tom Sandoval in the most extras concert in Fresno, California on Friday. And he suddenly changed the lyrics. Schwartzy, do you remember when you had a lawn, a homeowner lawn, your mom came out wearing just a Tom Tom hoodie and a thong? Who the fuck do you think you are to come for him like this? 
This is a man who has stood by your fucking side for over 10 years. He had your back during Miami, girl. He had your back during Scandal. He had your back blindly forever. He stood up to his own fucking wife for you. And now you're like going to mock him for losing his house because of his divorce? Sir, you are in a cover band that you have to fucking pay these people to be a part of. Shut your goddamn mouth. It is so rude and disrespectful and disgusting and also vile to talk about his mother wearing a thong. This is his mother. Have some fucking respect. What a vile little rat. I just can't. I'm furious. Also, I am a little excited because that means that we might get, you know, a short Sandoval standoff next season. If that happens, I'm thrilled. But just disgusting. 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 I hate him. I hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Anyway, sorry. Just had to get that off my chest. Another thing, you guys. What's going on with Kyle Richards? What is going on in that house? So over the weekend, I saw, I was scrolling on Instagram as one does, doom scrolling. And, you know, Kyle and Mauricio, like there's been like whispers in the wind. You know, Mother Willow has been calling to us. And like something has been going on with Mauricio and Kyle. We've all noticed the lack of posts. We've all because they used to be up each other's fucking ass on Instagram. Okay. They used to be like all over each other, lovey dovey, heart emojis, selfies, like you name it, they were doing it on Instagram. Suddenly something has shifted. And it's shifted since last summer, like end of August, I want to say, when Kyle started like doing these like really intense workouts, posting her body a lot. And that's normally a sign that something is afoot. When a girl starts posting, a woman, excuse me, starts posting like that, something's something's going on. Because it, what happens is, is girls, I'm sorry, most of us, me, we get into relationships and we kind of chill on that. Most of us like we're, we're not, you know, hoping for a, a DM slide from like our crush or whatever. So cut and like there's been a lot of Ozempic talk and a lot of this and a lot of that. And I'm like, first of all, can we all shut the fuck up about Ozempic? It's so irritating to me. It's so irritating. Like, I don't give a fuck who is on Ozempic. I don't care if they want to be on Ozempic. Go for it. I, it, what what does it affect me in any in any way at all? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I'm not seeing the right side of history here. I personally just don't give a fuck. And I also, part of me doesn't think Kyle's onosempic because she's like jacked. Like she's not just thin. Like she's not just losing weight. Like Erica Jane is like losing weight. She's very, very thin right now. And Kyle is like literally ripped like her arms her muscles like it's it's giving Arnold Schwarzenegger it's giving Tamara Judge it's giving Teresa Judice like she's getting jacked and so on on Father's Day Monday well Father's Day was Juneteenth but she was I was doom scrolling and I come across Kyle Richards Father's Day post and I it raised some red flags you know I was really something wasn't right it's a collection of photos, obviously a carousel of photos of him and the girls, all the girls, no pictures really of them two together. And this is what it says. 
Happy Father's Day, Mauricio. She obviously tagged his Instagram. So grateful that our girls have such an incredible dad. Leading them with love and instilling them to be adventurous and live life to the fullest. Heart. Always there for them and not knowing how to say no. Smiley face. They would definitely agree you get the best dad award. That's it. Not, and I love you. You're an amazing husband. You're an amazing father. We couldn't do this without you. Love you, love you, love you. Heart, heart, heart. Nothing, nothing. That is the coldest fucking post. She also hasn't posted anything. She didn't post anything for Valentine's Day with him. She didn't, she didn't do anything like that. So I'm scrolling along. And I scroll and her most recent post, this was two days ago, and it was just captioned life lately. And then there's a photo of her and this woman named Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade music. Apparently she's a country singer. Never heard of her. So I'm like, that's interesting. Maybe that's her trainer. So I just keep scrolling and then Kyle posts a picture of her. She's like ripped, you know, taking mirror pics. You know, then there's like another photo of Kyle and this woman outside of what does this say? Summer to the little Nell. I don't know what that means, but it's they were clearly somewhere together. And I was like, who is this person? Like, that seems odd. I don't know. It just guys, I got a feeling woman's intuition. You know how I feel about woman's intuition. So that was interesting. And then I just kind of kept scrolling and scrolling. And then I come across like a whole birthday post for this person, for this Morgan person. You know, I was weird. Then I come across, you know, more pictures of her and this Morgan person. Um, then they go on vacation together. They're on vacation and they're taking selfies. They're in, uni- they're at Universal together alone. And you know, I hate to say this, but she's wearing combat boots. Something's happening. And I'm just keeping my eye on this because there is something afoot. Now, I don't know what it could be. I'm not going to say. because, But all I know is uh, it's giving Chriselle. It's giving Kim Zolciak-Bierman and DJ Tracy. I just find it odd that Kyle is posting so much with this woman, posted a whole happy birthday post for this Morgan Wade. Like, who even is this? It's like, it's not even like a real famous person that I'm, I mean, I've never heard of her and I like country music, but I can't believe I just outed myself as a country music fan. That's embarrassing. You know, there was also no photo of Kyle and Mauricio on Christmas. Guys, they love their Christmas cards. They love their Christmas cards. They haven't posted a selfie of just them together in forever. They did a branded post on his Instagram. He wished her happy Valentine's Day, but something again felt weird about that as well. It just feels odd. There's a photo of Kyle and this Morgan Wade person dating all the way back to September 15th of last year. Morgan Wade is also sober, been sober for six years. Kyle is also on a sober journey now. Kyle's also working out a ton. Morgan Wade works out a ton. I'm just saying something is very off um, about this. And not in a bad way, but it's, you know, I'm definitely keeping my eye on it because um, I'm looking and the last time, fuck, I just lost my place. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm such a loser. But you guys get what I'm saying. And I feel like, we're going to hear something at some point because it just, 
I, I don't know. It just feels strange. And I loved Kyle and Mauricio. Loved. I was one of those people that said when there was those cheating rumors, I said he would never. That might have been stupid of me. That might have been ignorant of me. That might have been naive. But I believed in their love. You know, he would chase her around the house and spank her. And, you know, they would like lick each other's faces. Like they were always all over each other. They have these beautiful, they have this beautiful family. They have all those dogs. Like I really, really loved them. And now I just don't know. I just don't know, you guys. You tell me. And also when I posted this, I was nervous. I was like, oh God, I don't want people to come for me. I don't want people to yell at me. I don't want people to say anything to me. (laughs) And I have to tell you, I've received so many messages. I've received more messages about this than I did about the Revlon blow dryer. Yep, you heard me. And that day I received hundreds, hundreds of messages of people being like, girl, that's just going to burn your hair off. I lost my hair because of that fucking thing. And I tell you what, so did I. So I had to chop it off. But also it was just time to cut it because it was like getting kind of raggedy, raggedy Ann. Did you know that that's what one of my friends calls me? Like she thinks I look like raggedy Ann, like dead ass. She's brought it up to me since we were in like high school. She's like, you kind of look like raggedy Ann. And, you know, I take that as a compliment. She's an iconic doll, a star. So you guys, so that's been all consuming to me. And uh, we have to talk about the elephant in the room, the submarine. I can't stop talking about the submarine. I was in a meeting for work yesterday and I heard the word sub and I literally go, are you talking about Titanic? And they go, yeah. I go, I know. Let's talk about it. Any updates? Gracie called me at 7 a.m. this morning to talk about the fucking submarine. She's like, what do we think? What do we know? Let's compare notes because I'm all in on this submarine. So if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, buckle the fuck up. I'm about to take you on the ride of your life. So there is this rich ass guy who built this shitty fucking submarine. And I'm talking shitty. It's bolted from the outside. So you can't even get out. It has a tiny little window, one window, so small. It's controlled by a Logitech game controller, yeah, that you use for like Nintendo or whatever the fuck. I'm not a gamer, but you guys get what I'm saying. It's got one button and he's like, it's supposed to work like an elevator. Like you press the button and your the submarine goes up. Okay, well, I feel like we got to have better, you know, uh, better uh, submarine protocol because... Then there's this group of people. There's five people down there right now. Five people get on this submarine. They paid $250,000 each to go on this submarine. One of them is 19 years old. He's with his father. They go on the submarine to go visit the Titanic. Now, why the fuck are you going down there? I need everyone to understand the Titanic is so far down. It takes, I believe like an hour to get down there in a submarine an hour there's not whales there's not sharks it is completely pitch fucking black okay and these people paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go down in this shit in this shit box to go look at something that they could easily google now if you look at pictures of the submarine you're like wow this is a shithole 
Then you look at the submarine James Cameron went down in. So James Cameron, obviously the director or creator or whatever the fuck you want to call it of Titanic, uh, went down there. His submarine is like the is like a rocket compared to this. It's like got all of the shit that you'd need. It's like so high tech. It's been approved. It was like inspected. It was like all this. Okay, it's like it's this big green. I can't believe I know this. This big green submarine. I'm like a submarine expert. Okay, at this point, it is insane, and it. So to look at. To look at this shitty little Red Bull can that these people went down in is so insane. And to look at a mass gravesite, technically. Now, what also I want everyone to realize is the Titanic, it's not down there looking like just your normal shipwreck. It's been down there for over a hundred years. It's covered in rusticles. There are little tiny like micro kind of like water bugs, if you if you will that are eating the rust off of this thing. So like it's, you know, it's hanging on by a thread down there. And it's, it's so far down, you guys. It's bad. It's really, really bad. So they go down there. They're missing. They went down there at 1145 a.m. They were reported missing at like 630 p.m. because they should have been back. I guess it was only supposed to be like a five-hour trip. And I don't know if you guys have been following what's going on with the ocean lately, but things are happening in the ocean. The ocean has fucking had it with us. The orcas are attacking ships by like, so they think it's like one orca that's training the other orcas to attack ships. Kind of iconic, if you ask me. They are pissed about something and it's us. We're, we need to leave the ocean alone. We need to respect it. And you know what we also need to respect? We need to respect the fucking dead. We need to respect the dead people of the Titanic. This is, leave these people alone. Let them fucking rest without your billionaire ass roaming around. If the Titanic's going to take one person, it's going to be the rich. Let me tell you. Let me fucking tell you. So, you know, I'm getting like live updates by the hour. I can't stop with this. I now I don't think it's funny. Like, I don't think, you know, people need to be making memes about it. But do I have to say like these people might have kind of sort of brought this upon themselves? Absolutely. This isn't like a natural disaster. This isn't like an earthquake, a mudslide. This isn't, you know, a plane crash even. This is people paying $250,000 each to go down into a tiny little Red Bull can and look at, by the way, not even through the window, but cameras outside of the submarine and they're looking at it on a screen. Yeah, fucking sit with that. It's insane. So then I get an update yesterday and they're like, they have 40 hours left of oxygen. I am freaking out because also I'm claustrophobic as fuck. I don't, I don't even, guys, oh oh God, I like, I'm sweating thinking about this. It's insane. So, you know, the US and Canada are like sending people, you know, the Coast Guard is all kind of looking for them, but they can't go down there and get them. That is how far down they are going. So the latest on the search per BBC, a Canadian search plane picked up water noises on Tuesday and Wednesday. Deep sea experts say it's hard to determine what these noises might be without seeing the data. So it is possible they could be sharp, short, sharp, relatively high frequency noises made from within the vessel by hitting a hard object against the end of the sub. 
So what this means is that they could be doing basically like naval Morse code on the banging on the inside of this submarine to get people's like attention to be like, we are still alive. Like, please come get us. Like, please do something. But then it's also being said that maybe they're being maybe the sub got stuck in the Titanic. Can you fucking imagine? Guys, it's pitch black down there. It is cold. I honestly like this is like the slowest painful death. I can't even fucking imagine. Honestly, like it's it's all I want to talk about is the submarine. So the U.S. Coast Guard has sent ROVs, remotely operated vehicles, to search under the surface in the area where sounds have been detected. But so far, they've yielded negative results. You know, it's it's upsetting. The wreck of the Titanic is 12,500 feet beneath the surface of the Atlantic. If the submersible has gone down to the seabed and can't get back up under its own power, the options are very limited. We know there are very few vessels that can get that deep and certainly not divers. The vehicles designed the for Navy, oh, excuse me, the vehicles designed for Navy submarine rescues can't get anywhere near as deep as it would as needed. Like that is how deep it fucking goes. Like this is the bottom of the fucking Atlantic Ocean. So who's on board? Five people. Hamish Harding, a 58-year-old th- British businessman and explorer. Shahzada Dawood, 48 years old, a British businessman and his son, Suleiman Dawood. Excuse me if I'm butchering their names. I do not mean to. Paul Henry Nargiolet, a 77-year-old French explorer named Mr. Titanic. Okay. And Stockton Rush, 61, is the chief executive of Ocean Gate, which is the firm behind this dive. Oh, fuck me. It is so crazy. So the site off the coast of Canada's Newfoundland and lies in two parts with the bow and the stern completely separated by about 2,600 feet. A huge debris field surrounded surrounds the broken vessel. A full dive to the wreck, including the descent and ascent, reportedly takes about eight hours. Each trip is meant to include a scientific objective, including studying the wreck's decay. The inaugural dive took place in 2021, according to the company's website. It's also a small vessel, you guys. There, it's so fucking small. Like, I can't even explain to you what I would do if I was in there. Like, I, I, oh my God. Like, AP News is reporting. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and then not to mention the stepson. The stepson of one of these men is at a Blink-182 concert. Is at a Blink-182 concert during this. And he's like, basically like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Now he's commenting on OnlyFans models posts and being like, please pray for my family. He's living life. He's loving this attention. And it's just proof. Like, no matter how much money you have, your family still won't give a fuck about you. And that's what really matters. Like, Cardi B basically said, she was like, how sad. Like, you have a billion dollars and your own family doesn't give a fuck they're at a blink 182 concert what it's crazy guys it's crazy it's literally all i can think about oh and the orcas i'm like very into the water right now i'm very maybe it's because i'm a scorpio and i'm like naturally a water baby i'm not sure but i'm very into what's happening i'm following it very closely so don't you worry you guys i got you I got you all. Um, God, I hope that they're okay. And honestly, my hope is that if 
they don't make it like that they die a quick death i would hate to be suffocated in the ocean gate submarine the ocean gate titan excuse me oh because they're running out of oxygen oh my god it's just really it's really really sad i just can't believe it can't believe this is happening you know of course then there's the conspiracy theorists that are like maybe this is distracting us from like what's really going on and like blah blah blah. it's like if it is let it please like I, i need a distraction god bless i don't know i had to share with you guys my thoughts um okay well you guys this was such a joy I will see you guys all later this week with a brand new episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I love you all. Bye. Media Production.